Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Whiskey Geeks. My name is Tim. And I'm Alex, and we are two brothers on a quest to bring you the perfect pairing of whiskey and comics. Tim, it has been a while. It has. Welcome to Season 2, or Volume 2, officially. Yay! Officially. We're here. Volume 2. Um, yeah, for no one asked diehard. me what. Uh, yes, for, for the diehard fans, <laughs> sorry, this has been a minute since we've done one of these. We've had some other podcasts and stuff, but I am happy to be back in the saddle with the official pairings and season two we're hitting classics baby yes so we are looking yeah. at classic comic books um books that we feel are absolute must reads for essentials if you will essentials yeah and then yeah. we are pairing those up with some amazing whiskeys kind of essential whiskeys as well not yeah. like must buys or anything like that per se because you know not everybody has the same tastes etc but yeah um Pretty classic pairings all around. We're not going to be doing any single cask weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, these you ones cannot get anywhere. No, I mean there is there is one that's like a special, well, sure. a special one. Um, but it's fine. We'll get to it. You'll. It's all coming, folks. Just keep on coming back to the channel. Um, it's good. <laughs> but hey, first off the bat, check it out. I got a haircut. Yeah, you uh, did. <laughs> I got a haircut. Um, and I mentioned that only because. Uh, we've already recorded one of the episodes for this season, so for those who watch on YouTube, don't be freaked out when you see another episode shortly. And I've got long hair, um, massive I didn't grow hair growth. That, I didn't grow it that fast. That's, <laughs> yes, you, uh, yeah. The just a lot of it. Pre-recording. I was going to say some tonics and essential oils. Just yeah. massive hair growth. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, season two, volume two, classics, essentials. Um, we figured we needed to start this off with a real essential or yeah. classic and like who better in the comic world to start off with bats. Um, yeah. The this baddiest of men, the baddiest of bats. And we wanted to launch with our favorite Batman yeah. story. And I think it's a not lot just, of people's favorite Batman story. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think. Well, it's, and it's not just like, cause there've been some amazing Batman stories, obviously over the years. I mean, the Hit killing joke, the killing joke. Oh, I mean, I, I love it. And I need to thank you because you actually gave me a first edition of the killing joke. And yeah. I've got that. I don't have that behind me for some reason, but yeah. I've got that in the special comic long box, um, yeah. up off the ground so that it, on the, nice. <laughs> any chance water comes in, it will not get ruined. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, The Killing Joke, The Long Halloween, The Dark Knight Returns. Um, oh, Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. Yes. That four-parter. Like, Oof. And if you haven't watched the... It's on Netflix, I think. It's so... Two the animated's so good. It's so good. It's so <laughs> Actually, good. Actually, most of, of Death these, in the Family. Death in the Family. Is a good there one? are so, so many good ones. But this one, we are going with The Court of Owls. The Court of Owls. Uh, DC New 52. Um the rock star pairing of Mr. Scott Snyder and Mr. Greg Capullo. Um, you know, it's hey. what I, there's not a whole lot we can really say about it. We'll get into it more. Obviously the story for those who haven't read it, if you haven't read it, hmm, just go mm. buy it. I've, yes. I've introduced a number of people to this who are like, you know, just getting back into comics and they're like, where do I start? I like Batman. I'm like, okay, I gotcha. Yeah. This um, one <laughs> start this here. One. Yeah. Um, if you notice, for people watching, like behind me, I've got almost all of the volumes displayed. Um, mostly, I don't have volume two displayed because I have it out on loan to somebody. I like, I just got Court of Owls back actually and gave them 
volume two because they were like that was an amazing story and i'm like oh yeah well here's volume two just by the way there's eight of these yeah uh, in their run and um yeah i honestly i think the volume eight with the joker is end game end game those avengers end game or batman end game i that's tough what it, Avengers Endgame was amazing. This Batman, it, the Batman Endgame book, holy! It's, it's what it, it's what it crap. does to what you think about the Joker, Ooh. and that's Ooh. that's what it does for me. And I apps, I mean, I loved. It. I've got those actual. I've got those singles. Oh, that's um, smart. And love because it's three, like it's three comic singles, like back to right. back, and they're it's it's an amazing ride but let's not get ahead of ourselves no the, all i want to say about that though is it has one of the creepiest panels i've ever seen the the one with the oh in endgame with the joker in endgame it, ha- it has one of mm-hmm. the like scariest pages um and i've got a thing with clowns <laughs> i did was it get, i'm fine now i'm almost 40 um, i'm not terrified of clowns yeah I mean, um, but let, let's, behind me, there's a friggin' yeah. crazy Joker thing. But anyway, can we take a, a short side note just on this clown thing? Because we are brothers. Mm. We like we're actually brothers. We actually did grow up together. Yeah. And when you lived below me in this nice little two story walk up, oh, you're a piece um, of shit. my wife and I were out garage sailing and we saw this absolutely terrifying 3D oh, horrific, like like the stuff of nightmares. This framed, like box framed, three D clown. It, like, I mean, it wasn't supposed to be it, a thing of nightmares. It wasn't like it was someone actually making art to like. It was one of those like nineteen thirties clowns too. Yeah, so, like the classic old circus clowns, which are even more unnerving in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, anyways, so we bought it, and we're thinking, okay, we gotta somehow give this to Tim. So, anyways, I'll flip over to you now. Where'd you find it? I mean, I just, I can't, I just came home from work one day and it was a long day and I was like, oh, I'm going to get a beer. And then I opened my fridge and this terrifying giant 3D picture of a clown was just in the fridge (laughs) at eye level. And I heard you scream through the floor. (laughs) I remember getting a phone call being like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, you're a, you're a piece of shit. Um, I burned that, by the way. I'm glad you did. It took it took a while because I was like, it's funny and blah blah blah. But no, eventually, I burned yeah. it and sent yeah. it to hell. Yeah, um, where it belongs. <laughs> where it belongs. All right. Um, so for those who don't know, and this is your first time listening, what a weird preamble to what we do. Um, <laughs> but let's. What are we drinking? Which which yeah. whiskey? Because so, I don't even think we've mentioned what whiskey we paired with. No. So if someone like clicked book. this blind and like didn't get far enough in the title to actually see what it is, we are pairing well, this yeah, with. It's in the title. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not Macallan. It's the Macallan. The twelve-year-old yes. sherry oak. Yes. So um, a uh, this is. I mean, this is a whiskey drinker's whiskey and a non-whiskey yeah. drinker's whiskey and a. You'd be hard pressed to come across someone who doesn't like the Macallan twelve year old sherry. That's true. Um, it's pretty classic. Um, yeah. The Macallan Macallan as a brand, I feel, is pretty classic as well. Um, it's been getting a bit of a bum rap the last couple of years. I've seen from some other people on the whiskey tube, as they call it, or whiskey reviewers, and just kind of articles in general. People are thinking that the quality is kind of dipping, and I kind of think that's the quality's dipping 
compared to the price which seems to be increasing i um i would agree the, because yeah well and and that's one of the reasons we decided to pair this as well because when you think about comic books one of the most iconic things is batman when you think about the whiskey world one of the most iconic things is the mccallan however like you just mentioned the mccallan does have a reputation of being a more expensive elitist brand of whiskey they they do definitely promote themselves to be that and we liked that duality with bruce bruce wayne how he's yeah. the the rich the you know the elitist of gotham city and because this it, i mean and it, it it is it is priced higher when you look at the mccallan 12 versus bunahaven 12 or um I don't know, Highland Park 12, or yeah. it is significantly more than those other bottles. Yes. Now, that being said, that's what they're trying to do. And they've done it very well. They've marketed themselves very well to be that. Yeah, and it I mean, is it's still a, a it's, very good product. For sure. I mean, it's a, you know, it is more of like a lifestyle. Like, I hate using this term because it makes me feel like a real D-bag. But um, it's a lifestyle brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it like you it, can it totally say that you drink the Macallan. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm just looking up on so we're in Ontario for those who don't know, Ontario, Canada, and I'm just looking up at the LCBO's website and a bottle of the Macallan Sherry Oak twelve year old will run you a hundred and fifty dollars. Which is, is very pricey for twelve year old. It's fifty dollars more than a Bunahaven twelve. Yeah. Yep. Um, which is sort of my like just sort of base standard. I figure twelve year I thought twelve year old whiskey's eight eighty to hundred bucks generally. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought Buna twelve was cheaper than that at the LCBO, but I could be wrong. Let me double check. Eighty nine. You're correct. Eighty nine. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's classic. It's you know, it's it's the whiskey that James Bond drinks a lot of the time. If you'll notice in a lot of James Bond movies, there's a lot yep. of McAllen product placement. Um, yeah. So we kind of thought that if Bruce Wayne is a whiskey drinker, which we're kind of guessing that he, Bruce Wayne oh, is a pretty. Bruce Wayne has a collection. Yeah. That... And he's got like the McAllen collection. This would be what Bruce Wayne would drink. Cause this is like, I feel like, I also feel like the McAllen is the whiskey that, that people flex with. Yeah. Or that, you know, like, or that, that, that rich people flex. Yeah. Oh, I've got a, I've got a, McAllen M series or whatever yeah. that one, that fancy one is, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's the, what's it's your... the same. Th well, I was Sorry, just going to say, it's like you go to the the golf course and someone pulls out like, oh, well, you know, I've, I've got the brand new TaylorMade. It's like, sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Can you, can you hit it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, let's, what's your experience with McAllen? Um, I, limited. Do you have much at home? No? Yeah, it's limited. Yeah, no, actually. So the bottle that I have um is actually my buddy dan uh who's a member of our club who lives up here in ottawa so thank you very much dan um shouts to dan. shout outs to dan um so he was very nice to said hey yeah here take you know take my bottle you can leave it up on your shelf till you guys get around to recording so it's been a minute since he gave it to me so i don't worry it's coming back <laughs> how much have you drank from it i haven't oh you i know oh i know so much no, I, I, well, I looked at it and, you know, it's, he, it's about halfway down. So I didn't want to, you know, have to, you know, take advantage too much. But so my actual experience with the McAllen is fairly limited. 
So, I mean, I know I've had the double cask, and I, I've had the, the 12 sherry before. I'm sure that at some point, back when uh, the Highlander pub up in Ottawa was a thing, I probably uh, sampled a few of the other ones. I'm sure I've had their 18 before, but it would have been like a tasting portion because once you're drinking this out at a at a whiskey pub it's going to get expensive yeah so but and that's main the main reason why my experience is a bit more limited just because of the price point right so what about you um fairly limited as well yeah um i've actually been to mccallum though not to flex too hard Um, flex a little bit (laughs) when when my wife and i went to scotland we were just kind of touring around and we were just we're literally like you driving when you drive through Speyside, it's kind of insane how close a lot of these distilleries are. And it's like, you know, like the McAllen and Glen Fittick and Glen Livet, like they're all like, yeah. um, so we were just, we were driving and, uh, we saw a sign from McAllen and I was like, we got some time. Can we pop in? Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. We'll take a look. Distillery number eight on your drive around. Like <laughs> this was, I mean, this was before I was really in, before we really got in, this was about, five five years ago when we went so yeah. it was before i really got into the whiskey world which is probably good for the bank account because i would have come home with an we insane amount yeah. um but like we went in and like it's the nicest visitor center ever and um you know i obviously had to taste some and they had a mccallan yeah. ice cream which was delicious i gotta oh. say yeah um but no i think i tried um the like the double cask the 12 and the 18 was the flight okay the flight that I got and it was great and then when we started doing our whiskey club one of the very first things we did was just like a hey we're going to do an intro to whiskey to to people and we bought the the McAllen double cask yeah specifically because we figured most people have heard of the McAllen it might be out of not out of people's price ranges but people might think ah it's a little pricey I'm not gonna do it so we got it and I really enjoyed it yeah um this is no, I think I've had this, the 12 Sherry, a couple times. Um, I'll give a shout out as well. This is from the Whiskey Dad. He brought this uh, brought this to me. But um, it pairs, this is my second sample that he gave me. I had one when I was rereading uh, Court of Owls, and it paired amazingly mm. as I was reading that book. Um, to be honest with you, it's, it's deep, it's sweet, it's complex, it's silky smooth it's you know all of the scenes in the book when bruce wayne's being bruce wayne at a party you get schmoozing totally totally get those vibes but then yep. but then when he's when alfred stitched him up and you need a stiff drink i think this would also be very good in the bat yeah. cave doing work um doing work i think it's i think it's a pretty fantastic dram 150 bucks is pricey but at the same time like if you take out the fact that it's a 12 year old for $150, I yeah. think I, I would, if someone gave this to me blind and they said, this is, it cost me 150 bucks for this bottle. I would be like, yep. Yep. It's totally great. It's drinkable. Yeah. Um, it's super smooth. I don't know. It's yeah. It's great. So comparing with something else, that's about the same price point, like the yeah. lag, lag of wool 16, which right. is right around the same point. Right. If you were obviously very different flavor profiles, but when you taste both of those, 
you're going to find that long finish, right? Like you get mm. this nice, long, smooth finish. Um, obviously, the Macallan being a Speyside, like you're getting much more of the the sweeter notes. Also, obviously, this is a sherry, so you're you're going to pick up a lot of those like dried red fruits, yeah. um, and which is obviously what Sherry Oak Macallan is known for. Um, but you're getting that kind of a luxurious um, mouth experience. Oh God, I almost said mouthfeel again. And then I like uh, tried to go it. in another direction and I, and I think it was worse. I think a mouth experience is worse. I should have just said mouthfeel. Is, is pretty rough to oh. hear your yeah. brother say. Oh man. It's pretty gross. Um, so let, let's just backtrack that. We're going to obviously yeah. leave that in. You're not going to let oh, me I'm get leaving that. I'm not editing, editing that any out. Of that out. Um, I don't edit yeah, anything you, out. You think I've got the time and no. energy to edit stuff? This all no, goes no. out. So, but you... What I was trying to say was you're going to get that experience with the dram of a Macallan 12 that you would like a similar experience, although different flavor profile with a Lagavulin 16. So if someone said this is 150 bucks, you know, okay, that's that's fine. That's reasonable. This is very good. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I like I like what you're saying there. It is. It's complex. It's. You know, I would probably skew towards the lag 16, but again, that's just a profile thing for me. Um, yeah. It's, you know, spoiler alert, lags, lag 16 is, you know, one of our favorites, if you yeah. haven't heard before. Um, but uh, it's, um, yeah, you know, I'm going to creep you out too. The mouth experience of this is <laughs> really nice. You're right. That sounds terrible to hear your brother say. It's awful. Um, but no, like it does... I hate talking about that stuff, but I'm going to anyway. It it's smooth. It's syrupy. It's, yes, yeah. Um, it's that's what I was gonna say. Like it's it's syrupy. It does have a bit of the the spiciness from the oak, yeah. Like on the finish, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're definitely getting a lot of those sugars that are coming out, um, like the brown yeah. toasted brown sugars, like yeah. melted butter, like that kind of stuff. It's it's really nice. Absolutely. Um, I'm getting a lot more into sherried whiskeys than straight up Islas. I think we've talked about this before, but I'm just Living getting more and more, bombs. more and more into sherry bombs. And yeah. this borders into sherry bomb country. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's bordering it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's lovely. It's I was going to say, I would say the nose is sherry bomb adjacent. Right. And the palate's getting is like in the same neighborhood. For sure. Right? Like it's not quite there, but but it's it's very nice. Um what is the ABV on this? I forgot to check. Uh 43. 43 is what I've got. Yeah. So it says matured exclusively in hand-picked sherry seasoned oak cast from Jerez, Spain. Mm-hmm. Jerez, probably not Jerez. <laughs> Jerez, That's Spain. That's a pretty white pronunciation, I think. Yeah. It's from Jerez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's a soft J. In Espana, I think. Yeah. Is that yeah. how you say it? Yeah. Um, or Yogging. Yeah. I believe it's a soft J. Do you like haunted attractions and Halloween things? Do you like behind-the-scenes stories? Do you like listening to two girls go off on random meandering tangents? Well, we've got the podcast for you. I'm Courtney. And I'm Brianne. And you can hear all those things on the Just Just Haunted House House Things podcast. 
what what I want to do before we start talking about the comic is I want to mm. get into my voice actor voice. I want to read you a little something. Oh, this is a surprise. Beware the court of owls that watches all the time, ruling Gotham from a shadowed perch behind granite and lime. They watch you at your hearth. They watch you in your bed. Speak not a whispered word of them, or they'll send the talon for your head. That's the nursery rhyme in Gotham City. It's a friggin' nursery rhyme. That's terrifying. It's very terrifying. <laughs> That's no so Jack that, Nimble. That is the Court of Owls that has been whispered about for centuries in Gotham City. That Batman, when asked about this, says, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. Yeah. Nah, it's not, it's not real. Yeah, so we're going to try and not get it too spoilery because we want people to read this book. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, yes, that is the nursery rhyme about this court of owls, this secret society that have been running things in Gotham City for centuries uh, that everybody laughs off as being a joke. Yeah. Um, and then Batman discovers someone has some murders happen um, that appear to be made by an assassin called the Talon. Right. And Batman goes a looking. And he's convinced that someone is trying to make people think that the Court of Owls exist by having these knives with owl iconography on them. Yeah. And by using scare tactics similar to what is, you know, whispered at in these nursery rhymes. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of don't really want to talk more about the story because, again, I really want people to to go and and read yeah. it but um but they do exist but spoiler alert they exist uh <laughs> and talon's um, awesome talon's great um i i'm totally stealing the basis of talon for a D character that i've written up um you've, you've told me and i'm so excited it's pretty cool it um, is but i mean it's he's basically talon Except he's From, an owl folk. Yeah, he's an owl folk, which is kind of like an Aarakocra for yeah. all you D&D nerds out there. Um, uh, yeah, but it, it's basically that. But yeah, I mean, this book rocks. I mean, Greg Capullo's Batman is like, it's way up there for me. Um, it's the so artwork. up there for me, I might own an NFT of it. Oh, do you? Yeah, nice. I've got that one on Vive. Nice. I've got the McFarlane. It's also uh, awesome. It's also pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, like, for Batman artists, like, Capullo was up there with Jim Lee for me. Like, Jim yeah. Lee's Batman is pretty effing spectacular. Um, yeah, I mean, Frank Miller's pretty hard. Batman is also, you know, cool. It's different. His is completely different. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, the, the art in this book is great. It's gorgeous when it needs to be gorgeous. It's brutal when it needs to be brutal. It's and gritty. That's... That's it's, what stands out with this Batman yeah. over like the Jim Lee Batman is this Batman is dark, is grizzled, yeah. Yeah. gets a snot the, kicked out of him. <laughs> and the way the way that Greg Capullo draws villains is I think what I really love most about the entire run. Yeah. Um all his villain work. His Joker is just terrifying. We've already discussed that. But um yeah, like 
the Riddler Ooh. is in one of the books, and like that one's fantastic. Like all of his villain work, I think, is just fantastic. His the character design of one, mm. the the flowers, the what, what was that one called? Um, uh, I can't remember. Hold on. Is it in the Riddler book? No, I was in Zero Year. Right. Yes. So yes, the Riddler as yeah. well. Anyway, I'll keep talking yeah, as you're looking you talk, it up because that's boring podcasting to listen to you look through a book. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, and Scott Snyder, the way like this whole the whole story that he created um, is just it's phenomenal. I really can't say enough good things about right. it um, and about him. They teamed up again. Did they do some? So they did heavy all metal. St- all uh, star. Yes, no. they did. All- yes, sorry. So they did heavy metal right which was also that's where you got the batman who laughs oh right which was the best part of that was the batman who laughs like it was just gnarly Um, but then they did which and people were really on the fence with that one you either liked it or you kind of really did it or yeah or really didn't and it's not that you like people loved it like it was cool i liked this the approach to the i think i liked the story okay the art was great mm-hmm. um but then they did all-star batman like they kind of rebooted an all-star batman did they and yeah and it was and it was really good that one okay. i enjoyed um and uh, i think they're they are teaming up again and doing something uh yeah they're doing something Soon again, this is really bad podcasting with you looking at a book and then me I know, looking at I, my computer I, I, for something. I can't remember this guy's name. Anyways, he was like, like the plant, and he could like grow his arms. And why can I not remember his name? Doesn't matter. I'm gonna stop looking. No. Yeah, yeah. Stop looking. Just stop. Come back to talking about this one. Um. Anyway, yeah, they've one... got a new one coming out. I think on they're doing the um, Substack. Oh Scott yes, that's Snyder right. Capullo, we're doing yes. a book on Substack now. That's about to launch. Nice. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but I'll throw it in the show notes. Well, that's fine. Yeah. So, yes. So, yeah, we don't really want to do too many spoilers. I mean, if how about this? If you haven't read it, skip to the time down in the description where we stop talking about spoilers and we start talking about the other really cool thing that we went and cast this as a movie. Yeah. And we each have some thoughts on that. So that timestamp will be down below. You've got three, two, one. Hit fast forward. We're going to talk a few spoilers. Cool. Okay. Talon's so cool. Yeah, Talon Ox, man. Yeah. He's the best. The fact that he can be reanimated, that they're seemingly immortal. Um, the whole the whole scene where Batman gets dragged down into the labyrinth and then goes like crazy because he's down there for a week with like no food or water and he starts hallucinating like that whole and thing is just incredible. So I love the one of the things that I really love about that is the mirroring of when he went looking for the Court of Owls as a kid and got locked in the room that he thought the Court of Owls was in for a week. Yeah. As well. And then they lock him and it's kind of like, was that actually them? Yeah. Who locked him up there? Right. Did yeah. they close him in there? And then, and then they've kept him, then they keep him in here for a week and he just goes absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah. Um, 
And I really like how Greg Capullo like starts to draw Batman different as time progresses down there. Like he becomes more animalistic. Yeah. And his features become like his cape gets really long and tattered and is like, he's got claws and it's, yeah, it's really, really And then when he, like when you actually do meet the court of owls, like he, he draws them as he sees them and is hallucinating how they're actually owls. Yeah. And it's not just those white masks, which by the way, that character design too, of just those white masks for the court of owls are so simple and so awesome. Yeah. Um, it's the, it's the comic book. It's the OG version of squid game. Yes. And how yeah, just genius. Here you go. Here's this dumb black mask with a shape on it. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's perfect. And I know there was like a special edition that you can get like the box set, with with, the which actually has the mask, which yeah. easy Halloween costume folks. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the, and then the end, the way that volume one ends with, they have an army of talons. Just wake them all up. Yeah. And okay. The really heavy spoilery part of like who Talon is. Yeah. You know, um, Dick Grayson's great grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. We're going to have to warn people when we do our casting about the spoilers because I definitely Uh, need to talk about that. Well, you know what? No. Yeah, whatever. I won't mention it. For those listening all the way through, when we get to that point when we're doing it, know that we understand that it's Dick Grayson's great grandfather. Yeah. (laughs) We don't want to mention that in a non-spoilery thing because it's kind of a big thing. And the fact that like that like Dick was going to be a talent because he had like uh anyway. He's got like he's got the tooth that like Batman knocks Uh, out and they find the oh yeah. He just makes him fight him so that he gets to punch him in the face. Yeah. Like he purposefully ignores him. Gets him angry gets him angry to freak out at him so that he can punch him in the face and knock his tooth out. Like, yeah, so good. Also, I mean, talk about calling your shot. Batman's so good that he can punch you to dislodge the one molar he wants. One tooth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The most epic called shot of all time. Yeah. Well, that and blood sport where it's like, no, no, break this brick. Yeah, oh. that's a good one too. Um, <laughs> it's great. Um, there's just so many little things in this book that I think that Scott Snyder really hit with like making him the world's greatest detective, like stuff about how, when he's with the court of owls, you know, he's like, I know from the taste of the water that it's <laughs> on your fountain, oh, yeah. that there's more chemicals in it, which means we're close to the river. And I also know that that giant owl statue is made of decorative marble, not construction grade marble. So it, you know, and I also know that this compound explodes, and so I took it out of your old timey camera and, like, yeah, and watch this, boom! I made a yeah. bomb, <laughs> and and like just all the small stuff, like pulling when he like exhumes his great grandfather's, you know, bones, bones, and pulls the, the like the granite, which is like part of the uh part of the nursery rhyme, yeah, right the granite and lime or whatever it is yeah the limestone when he's just like he pulled those compounds out which were from the knives that the talon used to kill him and he found where that happened underneath like just his him so there's this big thing i think in a lot of the recent batman movies or justice league movies where like even i think even the um the dark knight trilogy with with christian bale like yeah 
was he a great detective in a lot of like he doesn't really do a lot oh. of great detective work in a lot of the movies that have come out yeah. recently and i think but like this it gets back to that like no he is the world's best detective yeah like that is the yeah. character of batman yeah it's called um, detective comics yeah dc for a reason and this gets yeah. back to some of that of him yeah going like he's deep on some of those doing straight police work like straight up detective police work and mm-hmm. it's it's really awesome um so yeah if you listen to all of this and you hadn't read the book it's still worth going and getting oh it's yeah i mean i've it's, reread this four times yeah five i think times. i've done i think i've done the whole run four or five times. it's usually yeah. like a once a year thing i'm like eh, i'm feeling kind of batmany so yeah let's just do it so now that i like i just reread it you know prepping for this and now i'm like oh i know call now my i'm buddy just gonna and get volume two back and yeah, well, I finished. Yeah, I finished rereading this one to this afternoon, and then I've got volume two beside me, and I was like, "Yeah, I think I might just go right into that one." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've got a bunch of stuff on the go, but now I just want to at least get through the whole Court of Owls, City of For Owls. Sure. Like, yeah, just got to get through all that. Yeah, yeah, and then three is Death of the Family, I think. Yeah, which which shoulder? Mm-hmm. Yeah anyway yeah. it's fun it's great get some mccallan read some batman yeah you know it's fun times let's um all right we're bringing people back in here we go if you skip hey, ahead folks that skip the spoiler section welcome back we're now going to cast this as a movie yes so i've heard some other people doing some recastings shout outs to the midnight boys a pew pew pew, pew, pew. on uh the Ringerverse, another cool podcast that talks about this kind of stuff and they did a they, they did their own like let's recast a Batman and I was like that's a cool idea I want to do that too yeah so I told Alex we're going to pretend we're studio executives <laughs> and we are making the Court of Owls a movie 10 part miniseries so, whatever whatever you want <laughs> 10 part miniseries sure that's great yeah Um. so I picked a director I don't know I don't think you did I I didn't so, I mean, I can just tell you who I picked. I did yeah. it as a movie, not a, a okay. series. If, if right, we could get right. this, if we could get all these people to do a mini series, it'd be great. My casting yeah. is pretty insane, <laughs> money wise. Um, so I think someone who would direct the shit out of this movie would Martin Campbell, okay. who directed Skyfall or not Skyfall, sorry, Casino Royale. Yeah, all right. Um, you know, he did Casino Royale. He did Goldeneye. Um, I like he it. Did I think it was Mask of Zorro and a couple of other like pretty high action. So he like, he's got some good, you know, good experience with the action, but I think like Casino Royale is the aesthetic that I want for this. Basically. Okay. I like that. Um, you know, the James Bondy detective side of it, but also when you need to do action, he can flip an Aston Martin 14 times down a road Guinness and World do Record. really good. And yeah. And can do really, really good fight scenes. Um, I also thought about Sam Mendes, who did Skyfall? Who did Skyfall? Yeah. <laughs> Who did Skyfall? That's why I said that. Yeah. So like, well, you know, can I, James can I like piggyback right off that? Yeah. And one of my, I, he's either the honorable mention or the one I want to go with, but I want Daniel Craig as Batman. I, I, but yeah, it's, he's I not, it doesn't it. quite have the look. It's, he doesn't quite look enough Bruce Wayne, but that's, what I want is someone who can like get down and dirty and like rumble because Batman, mm-hmm. like 
some of the fight scenes in Court of Owls are pretty incredible. So I need someone yeah. who can do the action. And I was actually thinking of what Daniel Craig was like in Casino Royale. Um, I didn't land on him. Okay. But so let's let's get I, into I wanted it. I wanted someone like that. So it's funny that you mentioned yeah. the Casino Royale director. But yeah. Right. You go you go first. Okay. Hit hit um, me with some honorable mentions. I've got some names I didn't I didn't pick, okay. but if you name them too, or I'll yeah. give you a couple that I were on okay. the list. So honorable mention, oddly enough, Henry Cavill. Yeah, I can see it. Who's Superman, except when I watch the Watcher. Or sorry, the Watcher, the Witcher. Yeah, he's much more Batman. Yeah, I can, I can <laughs> so so I kind of like that. Except I can't get away from the fact that he's Superman. Yeah. Um, I wanted someone like Jason Statham's got the action, but he doesn't quite have the look. Sucks. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> um, so what I decided to go with is I want Keanu. Oh, you want Keanu, eh? I I did. And and specifically, I went with him because of his ability to use blades. Because of John, because of John Wick. Come on, just yeah. say it. It's, yeah. John, it's John Wick as Batman. Yeah, yeah. So he looks yeah. good in a suit. Yep. He's got the right Bruce Wayne aesthetic. He's a mm-hmm. little bit. He's a little bit older, which fits in well with my other picks when we get mm-hmm. to um, to Nightwing. So I needed him to be a little bit older than going with, you know, some of the younger guys that are uh, men that are out there acting. So I went with Keanu. So I don't hate it. I don't love it. Um, <laughs> I, don't, he, I don't love it either. He's not quite right. But the, he he rocked the shit out of Batman, right? Like the Batman side. It's yeah. the Bruce Wayne stuff with Keanu. That's what holds me up. I was like, I don't think he's, he's not charis- enough. He's not charismatic enough. Yeah, I know. I know. So I've seen a lot of lists. Like a lot of people think Gyllenhaal would be a good Batman, which right. I kind of get. Um, so I've got, I almost went with John Bernthal, who um, okay. Shane from The Walking Dead. Punisher. Punisher. I almost went with him okay. um, for the same reason. You want someone who can yep. get down and dirty and kick a lot of ass and fight but i also think that he if you see him outside of playing those characters he can actually pull off charming pretty well yeah um but he's he's pretty one note kind of like keanu so i didn't go with him but i did think about him who i did go with is uh ben barnes who did you watch shadow and bone yes he's the bad guy in shadow and bone oh yes and yes, great he call. also played Jigsaw in the Punisher movies or the Punisher uh, TV show. Yes. Oh, that that's that's great. Yeah. Looks good in a suit. Charming as shit. Charming as hell. He's I mean, he can play American. He's British. But I'm kinda like, I could do a British Batman. I could do a, yeah. I, could do, I could do a British Bruce Wayne. Well, I, I was leaning. Be... I was also leaning towards Tom Hardy, but he ran a little younger than I wanted because he fair. could be super charming. Uh-huh. But he was also Bane, so yeah. That's fine, yeah. <laughs> but cool. yeah, I like I think, that. I think I think off to a good start. Okay, so yeah, I so like just to let people know, so we cast, we did Batman, Nightwing, Alfred, Talon, Talon and then one of the Court of Owls people. Yeah. Um, do you want to go Nightwing next? Yes. Okay. So, so I've got two 
that I was trying to decide about. And like we mentioned in the spoiler section about the little bit about Nightwing, you'll see the reason why I might lean one way or the other, and I'm not going to say which. Um, But for this, I want Michael B. Jordan. Oh, you're changing it up a bit? Okay, I got it. Yeah. Um, I loved him in Without Remorse, Mm -hmm. um, playing the action side of things. Um, he's, he can run a bit of a temper. He's, he does have that. Killmonger. Yeah. Just so great. I really Mm -hmm. like those scenes in, um, in Black Panther with like the fight. Anyways, I, and I love me some Michael B. Jordan. So anyways, that was my, that was my pick. My honorable mention was Kit Harrington. Uh, that's hilarious. He's one, he was on my list of possibles as well. I think he would be able to pull Nightwing off pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay. So I've got, I've got two cause I did something yep. similar. Um, so if I'm going to switch it up, i.e. not a white guy. Yeah. Uh, Steven Yoon, who was Glenn on the walking dead. Okay. Um, I, I think that he could pull off Dick Grayson pretty well. Um, you know, he's charming, but I think, you know, he's charming. He's a little bit awkward, but I think he can kick a lot of ass. All right. I like um, that. So he's one, um, but I was like, if if I do that, you're going to get a lot of a-holes out there being like, Dick Grayson's me, he's white. Yeah. Um, so to pick a white person, <laughs> I thought uh, Taron Egerton. Oh, I love that. From The Kingsman. Yes. Oh, I like I think, that. So I think like Ben Barnes and then Taron, Taron Egerton as, as Nightwing, I think he'd be able to pull oh, okay. that off pretty well. Again, you could keep it that British thing, right? So then yep. they're both British, but I think that uh, have you him seen and the Kingsman. Have great. you seen him as Robin Hood? I didn't. I haven't watched that yet. Oh, it's really good too. Yeah, he's really good yeah. in it. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Well, I like both of those. Yeah. Um, um I win. Want, let's go talent, talent. next. Yeah. Let's go there. I, I win, so you go first. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Perfect. Um, okay, so if. <laughs> So if I could cast Steven Yoon yes. as Talon, or sorry, as uh, Nightwing, yeah. um, my Talon would be Donnie Yen. All right. I like that. Yeah. Um, it Man, um, yep. Star Wars. Yep. You know, he rocks. Right. Okay. Um, That's... If, if I can't go with him, though, and I'm going with Taron Egerton, this is where I put John Bernthal. Oh, okay. And I also like yep. the juxtaposition of having, in the Punisher show, having Frank Castle and, um, you know, and Ben Barnes have, have the two of them. And now we're flipping it as yeah. to who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. But they oh, were like that. fantastic on screen together. Um, I My honorable mention for Talon was Sebastian Stan. Okay. But then I was like, he's kind of done the brooding, silent assassin guy. <laughs> for long enough do we really need to see him do another one yeah um but i think i think john bernthal would be really awesome in that role okay hit me um so this is a mask on talon Mm. and i went with cisip arif rahman from the raid and john wick three here you go because i want someone who can throw knives and and he's the best at it (laughs) yep so that's a, he was that's a great choice and <laughs> just because the the style of knife like knife that he uses is also that like 
the hooked like looks like a claw yeah and like that's what he's known for and anyways so he was just the second i thought of talent that's who i went with Mm -hmm. and so that's yeah that's who i'm uh that's who i'm sticking with very very good i'm on board with that um Um, alfred Alfred. i went with charles dance i want tywin wannister oh that's such a good pick yeah I just it's just because he gets all these really great like lines and he like has those exposition moments such a good pick where he's just talking and that's just what I want because I want Tywin Lannister like giving advice (laughs) and it's just the some of the best parts of Game of Thrones were him just like oh it's like that is it and just yeah so anyways that's who I went with also shit that's good. Michael Caine was really good as Alfred, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sorry, sir. <laughs> yeah. I was going to cast a Jim Gordon, and then I was like, I'm just going to pick Gary Oldman. Yeah. I think he was such a good Jim Gordon. Yeah. Um, But I, I didn't pick one. Um, I had, uh, I picked Timothy Dalton for Alfred. Oh. Oh, I like that. Because, like, because I think the other side of it, and it's later in this book series, but if we're going with this court of owls sort like Alfred is like a former SAS. Yeah. Like just straight up ass kicker who trained um, young Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So he's a straight up killer himself. And so I was yeah. like, I want someone who's like, I thought about Liam Neeson. And I was like, that's a little bit too on the nose. Um, but then I was like, I think Timothy Dalton. Cause I think he's really like, as he's aged, he's gotten out of that. You know, the, the two bond movies that he did yeah. where he was pretty one dimensional, like Remington um, steel. Oh, sorry. That was Pierce Brosnan. Sorry. For um, James I'm thinking, bond. no, you're good. Um, like if you, you see, um, shit, it's not Sean of the dead. It's the other one that they did. Hot fuzz. Yes. Like Timothy Dalton and hot fuzz is so good. Um, but yeah, I think, I think he could pull off the, the Alfred in this universe. I like that. But yours is but yours is way better. <laughs> yours is way better. I just um, you know, that's just who I want to hear talking in my ear. Hundred percent. And uh, okay, so, the, so we were also like, okay, there's the there's court of owls. owls, the actual court, yeah, yeah. So like the leader of the court of owls is an older an older lady in a wheelchair, and I'm assuming we both said the same person. We must because I, it's, I mean. Because I, as I soon as I read, I only that thought page, of one person. Like, yeah, okay. I almost guarantee it is. Okay. Um, on three. Yeah, sure. One, one two, two, three. three. Maggie, Maggie Smith. Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so perfect. Yeah. Yeah. There was a brief, the briefest of moment afterwards where I decided on Maggie Smith that I was like Judy Dench. No, Judy Maggie Smith. Smith. <laughs> but Maggie Smith's just perfect. Yeah. She's so good. Um. Shouts then, to all my uh, Downton Abbey heads out there. Oh, yeah. I don't even care. That show's amazing. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's great. Cool. I think both yeah. of our movies would be very good. Yes. Yes, they would. I want yeah. Benioff and Weiss doing mine as a 10-part miniseries. <laughs> Pretty dope. I think, yeah, you know what? I think well, you, I could mean, to- you could totally do this as a 10-part miniseries as opposed to a well, movie. Um, I mean, you'd end up wanting 30 episodes if you just kept going. That's the well, problem. I, at that point, I would just be like, "You just give me like each book is a season." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just give me eight seasons of this. Um, yeah, 
cool. Well, let's uh, let's stick wrap it up nose. on that. I was gonna say, stick your nose back in here. What are you? Uh, what are you getting? Oh, after all this time, after oh, we all this talk, too. And... Man, it's been so long. I forgot we give grades. Oh, I know. <laughs> Ooh, it's gonna be really hard on the essentials to give grades when we're. Yeah, I know, right? It's all gonna be high. Yeah, well, and especially like the pairing. It's a ten. Yeah, yeah spoiler you know, alert. Just, all think... the pairings across this volume or this season are all going to be tens. <laughs> yeah, it is. I think we're just going to not. Let's just not give numbers for yeah. pairings because these are all tens. Yeah, what were we going to like pair them poorly? This one like, sucks. This pairing yeah. is a two. Don't don't do it. <laughs> Why are we bothering your show, idiots? Um, yeah, coming back in like it's opened up nicely again. I just it's just dried cherries, red fruits, raisins. Yeah. Raisins, sugar, syrup. Thompson, Sultana. No, I'm just. Yeah, I'm not that. <laughs> I'm not that discerning. Yeah, and like you said, there's like some nice syrupy. Yeah, a nice syrupy quality. Some honey. So yeah, thanks very much, Dan. So yeah, for me, do you want to start with? Let's start with the uh, the whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with a nice, nice rounded. Now, taking into account the price, because we do do that here, I'm going to go give this an 8. Blind taste alone, it might go a little bit higher, knowing I have to spend 150 on it. It affects it and brings it down a little bit, so I'm just going with a a nice solid 8, which is great. I will drink 8 all night long. Yeah, I'll join you on that. Join on it. 8's, I think, really solid Um, for all the exact same reasons that you said. Um. Yeah, I personally I would like it to be a little bit stronger on the ABV side if I'm going to be picking nits. Let's pick um, some nits and get three more percent on the ABV. Get her up to a forty-six. Give me a forty-six, then I'd be a little bit happier because <laughs> then, you know, it's a little bit more oomph. Yep. Um, but yeah, eight solid eight. Nice. Um, Go all these the scores for these books are going to be really high too. Uh, this is a whopping 10 for me. Love it. There's absolutely nothing that I would change about this book. Anybody who likes Batman or as superhero stories in any way should read this book. Yep, absolutely. They do some amazing things with the characters. They give some awesome plot twists. They introduce some new villains. Um, the whole, just the whole mythos around the court of owls, the backstory, how they've interwoven with Gotham City over the generations, multiple generations of Waynes. Um, it's all awesome. The writing's yeah. great. This was really well planned out. I'll join you. It's a 10 for me. I've reread the book multiple times. I love yeah. it. Um, I can't wait until, you know, my son and then eventually my daughter are old enough where I can give this to them and not give them nightmares. Um, yeah. This will be one of the first Batman books I recommend once they're older. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's fantastic. So this cool. is, um, yeah, volume two, episode one, mm-hmm. Batman, Court of Owls, 10 out of 10. And Kicking it yeah, off, right? Love um, it. Big thanks, as always, to our friend Colin Response for the use of his theme song, which you'll notice sounds a little bit different. We uh, decided to change it up to make it more classic. So that yeah. nice little 16-bit version of... Something About Your Love by Call and Response. Uh, go get the real thing, though, because the real song is also awesome. If you want to hear clips yes. of that, listen to our old episodes. But uh, we should change it up a little bit with his permission, of course. We didn't just do this. 
Um, so thanks, Colin. Go buy his stuff. Support him. He's an awesome guy. Check us out on our website, which desperately needs to be updated. That's oh. on us. Holy crap. So we will get on that and get more <laughs> things up there for you to read, more articles and uh, reviews and stuff to read. That's thewhiskeygeeks.com. Um, where can they find us on Instagram, Alex? Uh, oddly enough, we're also at the Whiskey Geeks on Instagram. Oh, and yep. whiskey does have an E in it for yep. all of you folks who are maybe traditionalists and only drink scotch and don't think there should be an E in whiskey. We are very inclusive here at the Whiskey Geeks and we'll drink anything whiskey yeah. related. So, yeah. yes, the Whiskey Geeks. And um, if they wanted to send us an email, Tim, like where, where should they send that to if they had questions or wanted oh to see pairings in the future? They could send an email to thewhiskeygeeks at gmail.com. Holy smokes. It's like if you the want to same start asking us questions, all across. Absolutely. We might start doing a mailbag section <gasps> and shout you out. So if you want to get a question on air, ask us anything. If you want to ask, hey, who would you cast as Green Lantern to make a Green Lantern movie that didn't suck? Um, those still, kind of questions. Still Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> still Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I could probably think of someone better. I would totally. Here's a here's a little spoiler. I would make it a Guy Gardner movie, and no one wants a Guy Gardner movie except for me. And let's be honest, the only reason I want Guy Gardner is because he's a redhead, and yeah. there are very few of us that I can root for. And rooting for Guy Gardner is it's like all kinda, you got in the superhero. It's still kind of tough. He is a rough hero, but he beats a lot of ass, and uh, yeah. If you want a good Guy Gardner story, I'll bring that up in a future episode. But there's a run of Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps where Guy Gardner just straight up is a beast. And it's amazing. I love every nice. second of it. Um, but yeah, you can ask us random questions like this. Ask us, what's your favorite? Like, what whiskeys would you drink at this price range? We're more than happy to bring that up. We might start doing a mailbag if we get enough questions. So send in awesome. questions. And if you, um, if you please, yeah. and this is your first time here, hit that subscribe button down below on the YouTubes or hit the follow button there on the Spotify or the iTunes mm -hmm. or wherever it is you're listening to podcasts. And tell rate, your friends. Oh, I mean, tell your friends. Mm -hmm. That would be great. Yeah. A rate and review, maybe? Oh, that'd be fun. Ah, that'd be so I don't cool. know if people would do that. Yeah. I don't want just, I don't want like our mom to be the only person who hits those five star reviews. That's just sad. And our what wives do don't even do that. <laughs> no, just I mean she's mom. upstairs. She could she could sort of hear me now. She's like, I don't need to listen to it later. Yeah, get out of here. I hear you <laughs> talk about whiskey and comics all the time. I don't way need too to do often. My, my spare time. Um, so that's gonna be us. That is going to be it for us for this week. It's as if I've had more than just one forty-three percent whiskey tonight. Um, I swear I have. It's just that one, but my tongue doesn't work. Um, come back again. Um, if you're just watching this on YouTube. Go and check out our audio podcast because we do put other content on there only. If you are only listening to the audio podcast, go check out our YouTube channel because there's different content on both. Over so you there. Some stuff there, some stuff where you are now. So go check us out on both. And uh, for the Whiskey Geeks, I am Tim. And I am Alex. And remember, Scotch and Stories, they were made for each other. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.